Hey, Henry, what's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Hey, howdy, hey, friends. Welcome to the Rope Droppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Disney needs. My name is Glenn, and today I'm not joining my co-host, Landon and Colby. I wasn't able to make it to the recording session this week, but you'll hear my voice throughout the episode. I'll be doing a couple intros as well as the outro. This week, the guys are discussing the latest in Disney news in Hopper Drop. Then they're going to be moving on to the drafts, where they will be drafting rides in Disney World that need a holiday overlay. I'm super excited for this. Really sad I missed out on that draft. Then in Extra Magic Hours, since Colby and Landon are the pin guys, uh, they did talk about their top three ISO pins, pins that they want more than anything. So if you want to hear that, head over to Patreon. And then they're going to be wrapping the show up with the Hoedown Showdown, which is where they test their Disney trivia knowledge. Without further ado, let's go ahead and let Landon ask Colby how he's doing real quick. Colby, how are you doing this week? Yeah, doing really well. Went back for Thanksgiving to Louisiana, but back in uh, Virginia, just working and it's really cold right now, which I'm not used to as a Louisiana boy as myself, but Landon and I got to hang out. It was really good to see you. It's fun to see you because obviously that we talk every day, but to actually see you is really fun. So that was nice. Yeah. And especially being able to come here on the podcast weekly has been a lot of fun, but being able to celebrate a football game with you is always a good time as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back in Ruston now. Just got here today. So my last quarter, I'm ready to graduate. So that's exciting. That's really it is, exciting. It is. Yeah, and then sure. we're going to celebrate that with the Disney trip. That's right. Got to do that. So you, do we, that. you just need to pass first. Once you pass, we'll be able to do it. Yeah. So if, if this podcast is, if you don't hear me graduate past March, everybody just know I failed. Now that we caught up with the guys, let's hop right in to Hopper Drop. In this part of the show, we discuss the latest in Disney news and decide whether or not we're hopping on board with this decision that the company has made or dropping them entirely because it's that drastic of a change. Usually, it's pretty lighthearted, but let's let the guys tell you all about it. That's probably my favorite segment still to date. We got some pretty relevant news stories that we want to just comb through real quick. Since what? I think it was December 2019 or January 2020, the walls went up at Epcot, but here we are December 5th. So Walt Disney's birthday, that will be the day that World Celebration and G- Dreamers Point will open to the public. And so in celebration of Walt Disney's birthday, guests visiting Epcot will be able to visit Dreamers Point in the newly opened World Celebration neighborhood and see our company's original Dreamer in a completely new light. Of course, they have the statue, which she's like sitting. Pretty cool statue. They made a pin of it. So dude, um, I need definitely that one. Yeah, I need that pin too. But overall, golly, this is a huge hop. I mean, it's crazy how long it took. I did see the uh, aerial shot of it, and it looks good. I don't want to judge yeah. it before I'm like actually experiencing it. it. It is a little crazy how long it took to get here, but yeah, we're moving forward at this point. Um, definitely excited. The statue looks great, and um, just really excited to check out the World Celebration. I think that statue itself is going to be such a awesome picture spot like you're going to see that all over instagram and stuff like that so that's going to be fun yeah i think disney really just built like a new iconic spot with this Um, Mm -hmm. i'm obviously hopping on board because i mean they're bringing something to the park so this is a huge hop for me just looking at it from the aerial view that you saw too it looks cool i know i look at it and i'm like why did that take so long Uh, but it's here now so no complaints i saw somewhere that there's gonna be like some other art things there maybe Uh, but it looks cool. Great picture spot. 
I did notice that they like they changed the middle of the Epcot logo, so there's no globe there. Yeah, I noticed that as well. So and we, I think they're just trying different things. Um, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? But I just I'm excited for there not to be walls there anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. I because I did my DCP in January 2020. That's when I got there, and I worked in Epcot, and so I worked at Epcot for a week. And then the walls went up. And just from a, that standpoint, it is just so different. And I almost forget how Epcot used to feel. Like, it's been so long. It's like you haven't seen an f- old friend in a really long time. You forget. You forget things about them. And that's just how I feel about Epcot right now. It does. It just hasn't been the same. And so I'm just, I'm really looking forward to actually getting there soon. And I'm getting to walk around and not have to take all these detours around to get places. It's just really been a hassle. Walcott, as it's begrudgingly called. But <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the walls coming down finally. And they're just being a cohesive place. Just because Epcot has really been a, a weird place. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. Very much looking forward to that. Especially being able to see it in March or so. That's that for the first story. With the next one, Josh Tomorrow has opened its mouth again. But this time he's been talking about (laughs) Animal Kingdom updates, specifically the side of Dino Land. In an interview with EW, Disney Experience's chairman, Josh DeMauro, spoke a bit about potential plans to replace Dinosaur Traction at Animal Kingdom with Indiana Jones. As a quick refresher, Disney announced that Dino Land is reimagining, bringing Moana and Zootopia to the theme park after all, that a tropical America's theme land would be replaced instead. So... Basically, just to sum up what happened is Josh Morrow, what he does a lot and we see him do is he gets up on stage and he makes all these, oh, this is coming. We have big things ahead and we haven't seen him deliver as much lately, but mm-hmm. he flat out said, I'm serious with this. Hey, I guess he's serious, guys. That's his, right. his call to action. It's a big, like, <laughs> oh, trust me, bro. Like yeah. it's big, trust me, bro energy. And that's what it feels like with Josh right now charismatic he's like a smoozer at this point honestly i it's hard to trust anything that comes out of his mouth at this point because i do think that it's just lip service but man i hope that this happens and i do think him like saying i'm serious this time is him recognizing that they've been under delivering and just not really making right on uh the things that they've said they're gonna do but i think for example like a really weird thing that they haven't done especially being the holiday season, the castle dream lights. I'm not sure why those have been apparently just discontinued for whatever reason. It's just, it's puzzling to me just because it's, I know it's like a cost cutting thing, but it really, in the grand scheme of things, how much is that really cutting the cost? And I think that if you want to cut costs, you could probably cut costs in other ways instead of taking out such an iconic thing that people love. And it's so beautiful. And also it just feels like Christmas. I don't know. It's just one. That's just a small thing that I just don't understand that Disney's doing right now. And I know that all of that, it's all about the bottom line. That's what it feels like. But I think that they're losing the vision of what makes us love the parks. What's something about the parks that you love? Just you like absolutely just love and get excited about. Shoot. There's a lot of things. I I really just like, I get excited to go to the parks in general. Um, But really stuff like this like i'm not i've told you i'm not a big fireworks guy um but when it comes like holiday time and times for big decorations come up stuff like that excites me last year i got to see um like the mickey pumpkins up on the post and i would never seen that before so really like little things like that excite me big things whether it's a new ride 
really it ranges. I just like big news. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for me, I did grow up going to the parks and I, I was blessed to be able to do that. But just seeing how the parks have changed over the years, that's always so exciting. That's always the most exciting thing for me. And just seeing how things have changed, how they've innovated and made things more user-friendly in a way, like with the app. And it's just cool how Disney's always innovating. Yeah. And I feel like right now, just to me, it feels like Disney is losing that innovation and they're cutting corners in a way i just wish that they would get back to that style of imagineering i just feel like right now their imagineers are allowed to do less and less because they have to fit everything into a budget there's no such thing as a blue sky project anymore it feels yeah you know just giving them like little busy work and then also you have to work around these four or five movies that have come out in the past 10 years. You got to do Coco. You got to do Encanto. Frozen. Like all these movies that are good movies. I like them. But earlier in Disney's tenure, it feels like they had a lot of more creative freedom. Right now, it feels like they're in a certain box that they have to do this. They have to do it with these characters and they have to do it with this amount of money. Obviously, I know that budgeting is a thing for every company. Every company has budgets. Every home has a budget. Every, <laughs> I guess not every home has a budget, but every financially responsible home has a budget. And so I, I get that, but it's just, it feels like the budgets are extreme. It feels like they're not allowed to do and really think about outside the box because they have to do things around the IP that Disney is trying to push. Um, yeah. In the castle lights, they only cost, I say only, they cost $3 million to have them run for the entire entirety of when they run and that's not that much for disney i know they could sit here and be like oh it's three million dollars you can find three million to cut somewhere else that isn't as important to guests as that and i honestly i'm i am a little surprised that they cost three million that's yeah yeah i heard it a little more than i thought i would have thought around around a million three million is a lot i would have that's surprising i do think that it's worth it because like you said, $3 million at Disney is not much. Uh, going on to our next story, uh, the Bayou transformation is really coming along well, it looks like, with some pictures that we've seen. Obviously, we know we're a big Splash Mountain podcast. We love Splash Mountain. I'm growing more and more excited about the idea of this ride just because I'm seeing it come to life. I'm really looking forward to see what they do with it. The pictures were really, I don't know, they are encouraging to me. Because they are adding like different things to the, I guess, what used to be Chickapin Hill. So definitely looking forward to it. And I like the progress that they're having. It seems like they are going to release this ride in yeah. 2024 at some point, which is definitely the most exciting thing. So definitely a hot for me. Man, yeah, this is a huge hot for me. This is the first time I'm looking at pictures right now, actually. And they're doing good stuff. Like this doesn't look like it's the cheap route that they're taking. And it looks like you see the mural on the side of the building. Yeah. Like I, really I think cool. it, it looks great. Yeah, it really does. So props to y'all, Disney. That's good stuff. That's what we want. But yeah, that's wraps it up for our news. Hopefully there's some more news coming. It feels like around this time of the year, Disney, they don't release as much news this time of year. I think they're just trying to get through the holiday season, but we'll probably hear more news in the coming months, which will be exciting. Hopefully I would love for them to announce some type of e-ticket attraction soon. That is a set in stone. This is what we're doing. Bye-bye dinosaur in April. Yeah, something in the next three months. I I just had to say it just in case it happens. By February, if we don't have some type of set in stone 
like this attraction is coming to this location and it's confirmed, I'm going to be a little upset, but we'll see. To get into the holiday season and the holiday spirit, by the time you hear this podcast, it will be December. We love Christmas here at the Road Droppers Podcast, and we want to get in the holiday season. For this draft, we're going to draft rides that need a holiday overlay. I don't know, any ride that currently doesn't have a holiday overlay, I think we're not going to use Haunted Mansion because it does have one in Disneyland, but... Good idea. Yeah, I think everything else is free. So I am going to choose with my first pick. I went back and forth on which one I wanted to choose first, but I think this one makes the most sense. Country Bear Jamboree. I think that having a Christmas overlay and um, making the characters do something different would be really cool. I would love for them to have a whole Christmas show, um, just change it up. I don't think anyone would really miss you know, the regular show. I think part of this is you don't want to take away from the main show because I know that some people don't really like the Haunted Mansion holiday overlay because it takes so much of the year. And people that are going there in that time just want to ride the regular Haunted Mansion. I don't think that people would miss Country Bear Jamboree. And I think they would welcome a holiday overlay. So yeah, that's my that's, choice. That's something I was thinking about is would I rather there be a holiday over for everything or would I rather nothing have it? And I was leaning more towards the everything side just because it changes it up a little bit. It gives a little special pizzazz, you could say, each individual ride. I'm all for that. With my pick, I'm going to take it an attraction side. This was honestly the first one I wrote down on my list, just off the top of my head. I'm going Remy's. I think it would be very interesting <laughs> okay. to see okay. how yeah, they I like this. it. I'm not sure how they could do it, but it would be very interesting to see it. So like, what, like walk me through what, what would happen, because I'm trying to think about it myself. <laughs> what would they just wear Santa hats? Like what? Dude, so that that was I was like, I don't want to just be okay, we have some lights on this wall, we have some Santa hats over here. So if there's a way that they could use the technology of the videos that they have to maybe change the scenery into maybe a Christmas dinner or something like that, I think that'd be cool. Whether you have a ham or something like that. Because there's all that food that you go through any so I feel like it could set it up for a, a Christmas dinner. That's more of a okay. go with me here. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. For my second pick. I am going to take Soren. And one thing that I would really think was would be really cool is we we are Christmas guys, of course, but I know that everyone, not everyone celebrates Christmas and celebrate other things. I think it'd be cool if you went through Soren and you got to see like a glimpse of every other holiday and like different types of communities and different types of cultures and stuff like that. So if you went you did a holiday overlay with Soren and it, you could go through like a fam, like families doing different types of uh, traditions. I think that would be really neat. So I wouldn't mind that. I think Disney could make that into something really cool and, and worth uh, checking out. Listen, I'm not saying you have bad takes, but this is one of the greatest takes you've ever had. I'm serious. <laughs> like, this, that was a great idea, Colby. Okay, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I guess a, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Maybe <laughs> yeah, in this yeah. one. That's funny. That's funny. I'm sticking with attractions as well. Another kind of go with me here, but I had Frozen on the list. Okay, I was, trying, okay. I was, I was sticking in Epcot. I was trying to think. Yeah, dude, we were all in Epcot the past three. What could these rides use that just makes it a little bit different, but just bumps it up a little bit? I have no idea how they do this with the animatronics okay. being how they are. I guess they would just have to like redesign the animatronics, maybe change some of the wording as well, like Remy's. But 
I think everyone loves snow. When I think of snow, I think of Christmas, personally. And it I says a guy from Louisiana. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think if they found a way to um, include Frozen and Christmas and Olaf all three together, that's perfect. Right. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I, it's a great idea. Uh, especially, I think, when I think of Frozen, I do think of Christmas time. I don't know why. No, yeah. I it, think it that, has that I think vibe. that Frozen... I think that Frozen 2 came out around Christmas or Thanksgiving, so maybe that's why. And I've only seen Frozen 2 once. I saw it in theaters, never saw it again. And people were going to be like, oh, you hate Frozen. I don't hate it. I just don't need to rewatch it. That's, there's like certain things that you just don't feel like. I, for example, I watched Dumbo one time. I just don't feel like I need to rewatch Dumbo. Yeah, so for my next pick, I don't really, I really don't even know how they would make this work. But I think Toy Story Mania would be a really cool overlay for holiday and like just Christmas, obviously I'm about to lose this draft. I think that it'd be fairly easy. They could go a lot of different directions with it, but you could just change all the games to be like Christmas themed or holiday themed and make the characters wear like festive hats or whatever festive clothes. And then just change the games. Like maybe you can shoot candy canes. I think if you really sat down and gave the Imagineers freedom, which kind of, we talked about earlier, they would be able to think of something really cool to, and make something really worthwhile. So Toy Story Mania is my, my, my choice. You drafted Country Bears Jamboree first, and I was like, this draft is in the bag. And then you <laughs> back-to-back that. That was great. All right, with mine, hey, it's been a holiday overlay before. I'm honestly upset, and we can talk about it, that they don't have it this year. But I think Guardians needs one. As someone who rode the overlay last year and the normal version – I think if they change up the songs, it would be cool. But yeah, like really with this one, all you can do is the songs. And I didn't really like the song selection last year. It was all right. Like it was just like middle tier. But I think if they just changed it up a little bit, changed the playlist, then I think, hey, it could get a nice bump up. And it's been around long enough, in my opinion, where they can do that and enough people will be okay with it. I think the first year of it being open, if you change something like that, it annoys people. But Yeah, I had the same thing because that was a really hyped ride. It took four years to, to yeah, build and yeah. to make, and not everyone can go all the time. So if you were going during the holidays, which a lot of people do as like trips, as like Christmas presents, and that's when people are off work, they probably didn't want to do the holiday overlay at that time because it's their first time experiencing it. So I thought that decision was like puzzling. Next pick for rides that need a holiday overlay. So there were a few things that I took into account on this list. And if I liked the ride, that was one. Two, if it was like, if it didn't really make sense. So for example, I love Expedition Everest, but what type of holiday overlay would be on that? That just doesn't make any sense. Dude, they could do it. What would they do? (laughs) <laughs> as you're going up the lift hill they just put a bunch of christmas stuff inside the tunnel and then there you go all that's right. pretty much all they could do the one thing the one wrote i'm gonna cheat here um because space mountain had a holiday overlay one time and it was during the mickey's very Merry christmas party and they played the trans-siberian orchestra song like dun 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 dun, dun like that and it was awesome like truly so cool. There were lasers, like green and red lasers going everywhere. And they would also flash the lights on and off. So you, it was just a really, I would say immersive. Like, honestly, it was very cool. So I'm going to do Space Mountain. It just, 
it brought an element of a ride that honestly made it better to me. It's really cool. The music was pumping. The adrenaline was rushing. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd love to experience that. I'm trying to see what are all the ones this year. Do you know? Like all the holiday overlays? No, I don't know. Honestly. Okay. I'm going to draft this if it's on it. I'm going to draft Laugh Floor. Dude, I think if they put a Christmas spin on that with the jokes and stuff, like it would just take it to a new level. I really love it. Like you took me on at last. Like that was a good time. Yeah. I, that ride with the group is awesome. Like truly, it, it's fun with, you know, just by yourself or just another person. But like when you have a group of four or five, it's just, it's so funny. It's just, it's elite with a group. It's funny. But let's go ahead and re- recap our lists. So first off, I took Country Bear Jamboree. That took Soren, Toy Story Mania, and Space Mountain. I took Remy's, Frozen Ever After, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, and Laugh Floor. That was a good time. All right. Yeah, so if you want to vote on that on our Instagram story, on Twitter as well. We're going to start doing drafts on Twitter this week. This will be the first time that we do our drafts on Twitter as well. So see how that goes. Please give us a follow on Twitter if you are on Twitter. We have been posting there pretty consistently, just trying to get more engagement with y'all. and so. It's just at Rope Droppers Pod. That excellent draft has completed. Man, I, one ride that I, they mentioned that I was super excited for, that would be really cool if it got a holiday overlay, would be Expedition Everest. I think throwing a giant Santa hat on the on Disco Yeti would really just add to the ambiance in there, as well as just throwing on some Christmas music while you're like hurling backwards through the Himalayas. Really cool idea that I think that could definitely be developed more, as well as Colby's idea of having a Toy Story Mania overlay. I think it's a super good one, having you shoot out snowballs instead of just the regular balls that you shoot out, and then having all the characters up in their Christmas get-ups. I think it'd be a super easy overlay, and it's a ride that's been around long enough. That could definitely use some love. I love the Guardians and Space Mountain throwbacks, but now we're going to hop right into Extra Magic Hours. And for those of you who don't know what Extra Magic Hours is, this is a Patreon exclusive segment. And if you don't know what Patreon is, it's basically a way to support the show. It's a super, super duper fun way, and it makes opportunities like us being able to record weekly and me being able to edit this podcast after the fact possible. So if you're interested in supporting, we have a couple different tiers. Check them out down in the description down below. I'm not going to keep you waiting any longer. But if you're not a Patreon member, we're moving straight on to the Hoedown Showdown right now. The Hoedown Showdown is basically just a time for us to test our trivia knowledge to see who really knows the most about Disney. Landon and Colby had some great questions this week, so let's see who is the Disney expert here. Landon, do you have your question, or do you want me to go first? I have mine, but you can go first if you want. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You okay, got yeah. It. Okay, first off, I just want to say I'm so excited for this question. Um, okay. I, I was I, just, that, that probably means I'm going to miss it then. No, you might know it, but like earlier when I was reading about it, I was like, that is just insane and awesome. Without further ado, how many college degrees does Walt Disney have? And if you... Um, if you know how he got them, you can get bonus points. I have no idea. Like, truly. Okay, yeah. Like, just, there's there's questions that, like, I know and yeah. I can, like, pick around, but like, I truly have no clue. Okay. So. Let me tell you. Yeah, just, I'll say one or two. I don't, like, I don't know if that's, I don't know. You, the way you pose the question, mate, it, it feels like there's five. He has three. Okay. But listen to how he got them. This is the craziest part. All right, due to Walt's extraordinary accomplishments throughout his life, many of today's prestigious universities have awarded him 
honorary degrees. In 1938, Walt received a Master of Science from USC and two Master of Arts degrees from Yale and Harvard. Yeah, crazy. He did not even earn them. They just gave them to him. So I don't even under, I really don't understand honorary degrees because it's like, <laughs> hey, we think you're really awesome. Yeah. We want to claim you for our university. And so here you go. I don't really get I don't get that, but I don't either. Uh, it just interested me. I saw it and I was like, that is just weird that he was able to do that and get that. But good job, Walt. I don't, did he graduate high school? I don't even know. I don't think so. Yeah, because I think he helped out Red Cross, Red Shield or something like that. That is crazy. All right. So my question is a little odd, but how many fingers does Mickey Mouse have? He has more than four fingers. Wait, total? <laughs> yes. Total. Oh, you got. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it eight? That's got to be like. Yeah, it's eight. Imagine him. Imagine how weird it would be if he walked around with two, two fingers <laughs> on each. My man just said, peace out, everyone. Mickey out. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Oh my. Man, that was a really, yeah. that was a really good podcast. I feel really excited about uh, putting this one out. We obviously, we miss Glenn. Always That's hate right. to not have him, but. Glenn uh, took a job with Great Wolf Lodge, so he's working right now, and he's doing his thing, but he is going to be on the show. This is not a normal thing. This is just a this week thing, so just want to shout out Glenn real quick. That's um, right. We miss you, Glenn. We miss you. All right. Thank you so much, and um, I'm going to do the outro. Alrighty, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Rope Droppers Podcast. If you want to check us out on Instagram, you can follow us at the Rope Droppers Podcast. Colby already gave the Twitter a bit of a shout out, but if you want to give it some love, it is the Rope Droppers Pod on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it at this point. And you can find all those down in the description down below. You can find me at Glenn the Kid. It's just my personal Instagram. You can find Colby at Colby Trades Pins, Landon at Disneyland and B. They talked about pins a lot this episode. I'm sure you know all about their content but if you don't you can go check it out there land it does post some really cool card content from time to time but getting into the holiday season this is when all of us get super excited for pins once again thank you guys so much for supporting yeah my name is glenn their names are landon and colby you heard them this whole episode i hope you guys enjoyed i hope you have a great week and we'll see you next friday bye-bye